um, filthy casual. What's up, everybody, and welcome to 3VO, where we're all on the same team. I'm your host for today, Jordan. And I'm your other host, Brendan. And if you're new here, we are just two big old nerds that just love, 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 absolutely love video games so much that we just can't help but scream and talk about it all day long. So if you two have that same weird, insane passion for video games, this is definitely the place for you. Uh, this is a really casual episode, so it's a little bit of our looser structure. We're just going to be hanging out, talking in generals about uh, storylines and endings and whatnot. But before we get to all that, Brendan, my good friend, how are you? I'm exhausted. <laughs> I feel like that is the energy for today in general. I'm, so I'm also tired. tired. Yeah. Like, my schedule is fucked up right now. I'm so having like a laid like, back, chill. This is just going to be a chill, relaxed, casual. Relaxed fit. Episode of the podcast. Hundred percent. So come and hang out and vibe with us, guys. Yeah, we'll put on our NPR voices <laughs> and we'll just. Well, are we gonna count this as our ASM, as our ASMR, ASMR episode? ASMR episode. <laughs> That's the title. Three <laughs> VO ASMR. Oh God. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I'm I am exhausted because I am burning the candle at both ends, as they say. Right. But it's okay. It's it's how I'd like to keep things. Mm -hmm. I've recently been cast in a show. Um, thank you. Uh, so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. For I you. am so excited to be getting back out there. It's been four years since I've actually been in a show. Yeah. 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 So um, I haven't done a play in forever, but I've gotten to do like a couple of like short projects and some and other stuff. stuff. Yeah. So I've had a certain level mm -hmm. of like a creative itch scratched. I can't yeah. imagine what it's been like to have like, well, no, almost <laughs> nothing in terms of like, I mean, you've had dance and stuff. Almost. So, I mean, I've had dance. Um, I've had this. I mean, yeah, uh, no, this, this has been, no, yeah. this is also an outlet for creativity. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But it's not quite the same. It's yeah. not. It's not it's practicing not. and rehearsing a show and then like performing in front of people. And there's just, there's something about being on yeah, stage. There's yeah. something just different about it. Yeah. So the last show that I did was Midsummer up at Crafton. Oh my god. <laughs> which was a long time ago. It was four years ago. Uh, but now I'm making my return to the stage uh, in Beauty and the Beast. I'm very excited. Okay, can you say who you are in Beauty oh, and yeah, the Beast? Oh yeah, I'm Cogsworth. Or? Yeah. It's very just such, to play Cogsworth. such a good part for you. <laughs> Thank so, you. So good. Like, I do believe you could do pretty much anything, but oh, just like that's just like I'd say that or oh my god, what is Gaston's little LeFou? I'd say that or LeFou would so, be a good one and for that, you. And that's who I was going out for was right. LeFou. Um but the guy that's cast as LeFou is like is like perfect. Like, for like him. I looked at him and I was like, that's ah, the, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the way to especially in theater, I really think that's the way you go into most auditions. You go like, Well, this is the role that I want, but right. like realistically I think it after a certain point you kinda of go like, but I kinda of know where like I'd probably fit yeah. better as an actor and a performer yeah. in a certain sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I was, think so. What was cool about our auditions is I got to see a lot of different people do their audition mm -hmm. and then dance and then did cold reads with a bunch of people um and then at callbacks saw you know even more people that were like specifically called back for a certain part right gotcha. so i like got to see the other people that were like up for like lumiere and other cogsworths and and like other parts and i was just like it's really going to be really difficult to cast this show. Right. Not because there's nobody, but because there were so many people and any of them could have That are it. just, like, really yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is always the toughest. That's mm -hmm. the toughest part to me. It's, like, it's yeah. easier. I've directed enough to where I could say just, like, it's easier when you're doing a show and you get, like, 
five people who show up that are like really really good and then everyone else you're sort of like uh, either like not to say that they're bad but you kind of go like that's not fitting with what right. i want to do with it yeah but then especially with something like this where it's like mm-hmm. you have 50 people show up and you're just kind of like i could pick almost any of these people and they would work well for this yeah. it's like that also really sucks because you're yeah. like there's so much talent just not being used now right exactly yeah but it means that the show itself is going to be excellent our ensemble is going to be excellent and we already sound pretty good we did a full read through and sing through of the entire show and like the girl playing bell was like born to play bell oh my god the guy playing b sounds incredible like our mrs potts is a doll and i love her and i've worked with her in the past actually oh yeah you mentioned yeah yeah yeah. um and lumiere's french accent is so good. Brilliant. Like, yeah, it's all it's all gonna be a really kick ass show. Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited and I can't wait to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm up to. So nice. I do I'm doing that. I'm also starting up another D D campaign. Brilliant. Uh I have my other job. Yes. I have streaming and, yes. and recording this. Yes. Uh and then like trying to like see friends occasionally. Trying to hang out and yeah. see people and stuff. Yeah. You know. Uh so yeah, I'm a little I'm a busy little boy. Yeah, it seems like it. Yes, I'm but busy. it's all like, and I just say that it isn't stressful or like you know try to like take away from that. But it's like it's yeah. all busy that is like, like a it's good, good busy. busy. Yeah, exactly. It's all the shit yeah. you want to be doing. Right exactly. Now, so it's, it's like, oh my god, I'm exhausted all the time. But like, I'm doing everything I want to. Like, yeah. It's so like, it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. How about you? What have you been up um, to? We're doing good. Um, I want to mention very quickly mention something at the top here, and I'm take and I'm and I don't remember the name of them unfortunately, but I'm gonna be taking something from. A different podcast uh, that did this um, just to... Uh, Is this a soapbox moment? A little bit of a soapbox moment. Um, so just to... Well, hold on. Let me just get it all set and ready to go. It was the worst pantomiming I've ever fucking done. The box changed shapes like 12 times and it was like know. 18 seconds. Um, <laughs> but uh, just to just, just to kind of get this out of the way right here with everything happening with uh, SCOTUS and what's going on with Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Um, don't listen to us about this shit. Go listen to people who actually have a fucking uterus. That's it. That's the three VO stance on everything going on right now. I just, obviously we lean very much towards the left, so I think you should kind of know where we sit on some of this shit personally. However, yeah, we don't get to have much of a say on this shit. That's it. That's all I wanted to say on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it. Go listen to people with uteruses. Exactly. Exactly. Um, other than that, <laughs> just to switch gears <laughs> completely. Oh, and also friendly reminder. Men can have uteruses, too. Yes. So yes. listen to them as well. Absolutely. Because reproductive health is the right of everybody. Yep. Regardless of their gender. Yep. There we go. Thank you. There we go. No, that was, that was, that, that was, a, that was, that was men, a good... Men and women and people that don't defi- identify as either. Exactly. No, th- yeah, no, thank you for clarifying that. That's mm-hmm. why I did try to say just, like, people with a uterus. Just right, exactly. Right. But exactly. to clarify, no, right. I appreciate it. Right. I appreciate just it. Just a little bit. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, let's see. Other than that, um, also kind of busy. Got another uh, project that I'm sort of working on with some other people. Ooh. Right now, it's in the writing phase. Okay. Kind of want to do like a. We're working on a, like a anthology horror series. We want to produce and make and do something with and whatnot. Yeah. Can you say any more? Other than that, I don't want to say too much All more. Right. Other than I'm working, I'm working. I can say I'm working with 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 uh, number one fan uh, Cody Shook. Oh, on the well, on, on the whole thing. Friend which of the show, the, number one of the fan. show, number Cody one fan. Actually, you now that you brought it up, we were supposed to hit, revoke his number one status. Oh, that's right, his number one status yeah. has has been revoked. He mm-hmm. missed one stream, so now he's no yeah, longer he's no longer number yeah. one fan. So, guys, the title's up. Yeah, if anybody I mean, wants to try to come and take it, let us know. Um, we we will be opening up the fight pit. <laughs> that that we definitely have for right. people to come in and fight for number one fan status. Right. <laughs> 
So I've been working on that, which has been fun. And mm. it's just like work writing with somebody on like like this because it's literally like we made an outline for it, and now we're both just kind of like taking bits and pieces of the outline and working on it on our own and like going back and forth with it. Fine. And it's it's a really like you understand this. It's just like sometimes you link up with another artist and it's just like you start working on something and you're like, oh fuck, we're on the same page and we didn't even have to talk. Like it's like it's that level of just kind of like mm-hmm. easy back and forth. We both. Yeah. Just, like, get it. Like, you and I have had this plenty and plenty of times before. Absolutely. Where I was going to say, go like, yeah, no, 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 I was going to say me and Pierce are very much like that when we yes, were on the project. definitely. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. of one mind, and, like, throughout the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's it's been an absolute treat to get to work with him. Nice. On this That's awesome. So, yeah, and I'm working with both of our friend and my roommate, Jess, mm-hmm. on it, too, and another friend, Amy, who, was, who went to NIFA with Jess, who's fucking fantastic. Excellent. So it's just... Hanging out, being creative, and just, like, getting to do it with the people that you really like to work with. So Hell it's just, yeah. like, it's kind of the dream. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, really. You know, <laughs> um, video game-wise, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit mad at you. Uh, you and Garrett both, actually, in a certain sense, because you have gotten me completely fucking addicted. Addicted to Hades. To Hades. <laughs> oh, my God. Why is that game so good? It's so good. It's so... There's just... Yeah. I just... I don't... I have found almost no flaws other than sometimes I get so mad I want to throw a controller. Now, see... But I'm that not- is inherent to the dungeon... <laughs> to, like, to the, Honestly, to the, to the roguelite yeah. genre. I'm... I'm surprised that you like it as much as you do. I thought you would like it. Same. <laughs> I thought that you would really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but not to the degree that you are, which I'm pleasantly yeah. surprised about. Yeah. Um, but I thought you might find it all a little daunting because right. I know that like large systems can kind of get overwhelming for you. Yes. Um, which is not a bad thing. Oh um, yeah. Totally understand. Yeah, but with all of, with all of the different boons and like managing relationships and the different like power-ups and things that you can get, and, uh, um, like, the things in the mirror, and, like, all of the yeah. different currencies, I thought it might be all a little bit too much for you. Which... I am so glad you're enjoying yeah, it, Yeah, well, <laughs> which it was at first, but the game actually does, at least for me, it does pretty good about being, like, about letting you kind of go, like, kind of figure it out as you go along. You don't need to, like, mm-hmm. get it all down at once. Like, the stuff yeah. with the mirror, I kind of went, like, oh, that's the function there, that's how that works. Okay. Yeah. And I'm kind of going at it where it's, like... But especially since, like, it's a function in the game is that... The restarting and dying over and over and over again is sort of inherently part of the system of the game. Yeah. And you get more details every time you have to restart. Yeah. It does, like, it's still frustrating, but it, yeah. it alleviates that stress of, like, well, I feel like I'm not yeah. getting anywhere or doing anything. Right. Where yeah. it's like, at least each time when I go back, there's reveal for characters yeah. and stuff. There's other stuff yeah. going on, like, in that first area. I almost get excited to die. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> like, like, well, now I get more info. <laughs> right. So exactly. Like, yeah. cool. And the way they're handling, like, the... The, the Greek mythology for it, too, is super fucking cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, like, I love the way it's done. I'm just like, this is, this is, like, the juiciest soap opera drama with old gods. Like, and it's the fucking best, and I love it. And also, the other thing, too, and that I will admit to, is, 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 is that just, like, everyone in that game is so attractive mm-hmm. that it's just like, well, just, I just want to keep playing it because, because... And that also drives the relationship part of it, too, is that, that, that I'm just kind of like, I am... I am Getting Dionysus. Like, that is happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can't... Okay, l- you can't romance Dionysus. Well, then why are we... What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> so there's... Okay, so there's three characters you can romance in that game. Okay. Just, like, real quickly, before we get into the meat of this episode. You can romance Meg, Dusa, or Thanatos. You can... Ro- hold on, hold on. You can romance Dusa? Yes, you can. I believe, I believe, incredible. That, I believe that the end of that is like, she gets a little flustered and she's like, I just want to be friends. And, and just and like, like flies away on you I again. think so. 
Um, I could be totally wrong. Gotcha. But you can romance, like, fully romance Meg and Thanatos. And you can romance them at the same time. Ooh, which one's Thanatos? Thanatos is yeah. the god of death with the big scythe. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Santa Daddy. That's Christ. <laughs> <clears throat> Fair enough. Okay, good. I just, just I just want there to be options. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and also just like the artwork in the game is stellar. It's so good. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. And the voice acting in the game is also just like really, really fucking good. Absolutely. Like no one's a miss so far Absolutely. for me. No one's been a miss. No, no, they're all fantastic. Yeah. I'm a sucker for isometric games though. Right, that's fair. Sucker. And just like it's just, I, I get to Elysium, and then I just like I get stuck there, and I die. Uh, and it's like, that's that's yeah. the main thing. I just I like, can't get past like whatever I need to get past. Do I have gotten two Hades one time? Oh my god! Yeah, once. Jesus! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was it was lucky. Right. Like I was super lucky. I had like a good build. I knew what I was doing. I felt good. I was like with my favorite weapon. It was like. Yep. Things were humming, you yep. know, and then... So far, I really like the shield. The shield is, like, my go-to for fighting. The shield is, the is shield really is really, really yeah. good. Garrett got through the first time, I think, with the shield. Yeah, the that was, like, good. The, the, I was able to beat Meg... I was, I was able to beat Meg with the bow the mm-hmm. first time I went through, because I was just like, okay, this is not, like, an up-close thing I want to really get involved no. in. Um, and then getting past there, the first time fighting, the, not the not the first one, the second bone hydra. I actually got first past the first bone hydra in it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and I was very impressed with myself. The second one I had to go through before you get to Elysium. That's uh-huh. when I had trouble with, and that's when I switched to the shield. So like the full like, boss okay. bone hydra. The full Not boss the, bone okay. hydra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the one that it's like you don't even need to fight this one anymore. <laughs> right, right. The little ones. <laughs> the little ones. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah it Those, was... they don't always show up. Those are just like random enemies that can. No, no, no. True, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. In Asphodel. Yeah, but yeah, having a good time with it. Yeah, uh, but yeah. having that like gamer guilt because I also I saw I. Bought Tiny Tina's Wonderland and I haven't touched it since <laughs> oh, picking yeah. up Hades. <laughs> yeah, you know what happens. <laughs> just like, I'll, I'll get back to you, but I also know that like that's gonna be me just like hanging out trying to do every side quest, and it's gonna be a long time playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So I'm just like, it's 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 gonna get its time. It'll happen. I'll mm-hmm. get back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now that all of our pleasantries are out of the way, let's get to what we are here to really talk about. Uh, so last week. Uh, we talked about the game uh, 12 Minutes, right. which was a great episode. had a wonderful time talking about it. Yeah. And uh, But the main thing that we both kind of came to on that was that we talked about that while we enjoyed, like, I'd say probably like 95% of that game, mm-hmm. um, the unfortunate thing about it was that the ending kind of left us, yeah. um, I don't want to say wanting more, but maybe delivered in like a different way, like yeah. maybe a little bit cleaner, a little yeah. bit more polished, yeah. something that like that. That last 5% was like The last really 5% important. was just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like you were so really close to being so close to being perfect yeah so close to being perfect so i thought it would be a cool idea uh, today to talk about like different video game endings that we either found Uh like either similar it's like wanting more Mm -hmm. from it or just like ones that were ultimately like very very satisfying and gratifying endings and And see if there's like some like through themes or like common things that we can say like oh that makes a good ending oh that makes a bad ending yeah yeah like yeah yeah, they sort of like this is what seems to work this is kind of what seems to make it kind of fall apart the end there um but First, I kind of wanted to ask just, like, for you, Brendan, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, a story, what do you just makes a good story? Like, well, what are, like, the important things for you that, yeah. like, speaks to you in terms of, like, oh, I found this story to be well-made and well-done. And yeah, I, I want, like, a good, like, I want a bow on everything at the end. Is like, kind of the right. main thing. It doesn't have to be, like, 
the ending that I was expecting necessarily or even the ending that I wanted, but it needs to be wrapped up. It's like kind of, I think, my criteria, you right. know? Like, don't leave me wondering what happened yeah. or don't, like, don't dissatisfy me with the ending. Because, like, 12 minutes, I would say, has a bow on it. Yes. It's a dissatisfying bow. It's an unsatisfying <laughs> bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's getting hyped up and then getting socks for Christmas. Yeah. When you're a kid. socks for Christmas. I mean, when you're a kid. You know, yeah. I get socks, I'm like, fuck yes! Oh, like, yeah, that's true. You like socks. I do like socks. <laughs> I, 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 do like a, I do like a good pair of socks. I've given you socks. I know. Oh, I know. My drawer is full of just, like, goofy-themed <laughs> socks now. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I guess I'm this guy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but anyway, so... it's I, I thought about this, right? And mm-hmm. it's one of those things, I think, where it's hard to, like put a definition to it, like, what is a good ending? It's hard right. to put a definition to it, but I know it when I see it. Yes. You know? Yeah, I know It's one mean. of those things, it's like... Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I get you. Help me. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think you need help. I think what you said made total sense and, okay. it, and, it, and it tracks. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'm, I'm similar. Like, it doesn't even need to be an ending for me that I am, like, honestly... And I want to get into this, too, in terms mm-hmm. of, like, you know, satisfying versus intentionally unsatisfying endings and whatnot. Like, right. I don't even need to be, like happy with the conclusion of my story i just it just like like you said it all kind of needs to like everything kind of needs to come to a head like mm-hmm. and everything like nothing is more infuriating to me than finding out that there were things that didn't matter in the story you were telling me mm-hmm. and then getting to the end and being like oh so we just didn't need that there that, like mm-hmm. that was unimportant that was an unimportant detail we didn't mm-hmm. need any of that mm-hmm. okay you just wasted my time to get right. to this basically like right. why what were we doing here mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, like if your decisions in Mass Effect didn't matter or something. Yeah, if like if there wasn't a, if there wasn't a certain sense of like things coming together at the end of that series mm-hmm. of that trilogy and kind of going like, okay, well, okay, well, I see how my steps led to this and this and this. Right. Then yeah, that would be kind of a fucking bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if you got to the end and it was like, well, it doesn't matter how well you did. Yeah, we're we're destroying the galaxy or whatever, right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> there weren't like the, the which is like at a certain point you will you will be boxed into certain decisions with games like that. Like yeah. we are decades away from it being like a completely open system oh. for games to be like, yeah, oh yeah, like to where it's just kind of like, oh no, you could literally like make individually where it was like essentially you'd be playing a D and D campaign, right? Where it's like if you're smart enough and if you understand the system enough, you could be like, well, no, let's maybe like try doing this instead you know just kind of like no i want to seduce strahd instead of trying to kill him like you know just shit like that yeah where it's like i don't even want to know what that dc is like but (laughs) but yeah but no in this but in that vein though it's like since you brought it up it's like i think mass effect to me is a very Mm -hmm. very good example of right i don't want to say unsatisfying but maybe just like not the ending that we're used to with a story Mm -hmm. like that because it's you know it's it's the hero makes the big sacrifice at the end Right. But it's, like, I'm always torn when I get to Mass Effect 3 because I'm just kind of like, I love it so much, but I hate I hate that part of the game. Mm-hmm. I just, like, in a way, because it's like, you dedicate all this time and energy into this character, the relationships with other characters in the game, and mm-hmm. just, like, getting a feel of just kind of like, this person feels kind of real to me in this space. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's also, an ex- because it's a game, it's an extension of yourself within the game as well at a certain right. point. Yeah. So then when you get to the ending part and it's sort of like, no matter what you do, this doesn't go well for you. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter which choice you make, Shepard's going out, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so it's that that it's it's a little unsatisfying in that sense, but also like okay, but you save the galaxy, you know what I mean? So right. it's like you, right. it says it's a sacrifice, but like you're like the greatest hero that's going to exist like for a while, basically, <laughs> maybe forever, maybe yeah. forever. Yeah, I suppose an unsatisfying ending would be like an unsatisfying ending that you don't enjoy. Because that's two different things, right? Yes. Unsatisfying unsatisfying can be intentional and can be still a like good ending. I think, oh, for right? sure. But separate separate from that, unsatisfying and, like, bad. Yeah. Like the end of 12 minutes, right? Yes. I think is an ending that is both unsatisfying and unexpected, or, like, you couldn't see it coming. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or, like, you can't rationalize. It's kind of like, where did we, why, where and when did we take this hard left turn? And where yeah, we, well, like, which where is we... where I think a lot of times writers will get themselves in trouble is that, mm-hmm. like, they get caught up in the moments going, like, oh, and I could do a big twist here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where, where as far as, like, I yeah. think to, to, to use movies as a, bit, uh, as, as, as a bit of an example, I think, like, the best way to do your twist is to make sure that, like, that's going to be your plan out the gate. Right. You know what I mean? Because like, like you need to leave the breadcrumb trail right. leading up to it. Right. Yeah, like, like, use an example of, like, something like Saw. Like, the plan was always that, like, spoilers for Saw. The movie came out 20 fucking years ago. Um, <laughs> plan was clearly always going to be, like, dude was dead in the room with them the whole fucking time. And then everything else kind of works backwards from there. Right. Same thing with, like, a classic who done it. You, like, you have everything set up for your right. end. And that you, like, have the trail leading to it. Right. Rives out, Murder on the Express, like stuff like that are really Death like, on the Nile, yeah. Death on the Nile, very, very good examples yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But um but it's but but then when you just like have the hard left turn that you kind of discover along your way and you don't even like yeah. take the time to go back and make sure it all tracks, that's when you get in trouble because then it's just cause then your player or your watcher or whatever is just gonna kinda go, Oh, I guess. Right. Like yeah. I guess that makes sense and mm-hmm. we could do it that way, but Mm-hmm. It's not as satisfying as like the moment of going like, oh, it's all been leading up to this. right. It's always been there. I should have seen it, or I should have known, or yeah. like things like that. Yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. like, and to use a game, it's like we're not fighting about it, but to use one that is like one that we definitely disagree on. For right. That, yeah. Is that it's like, and I think that even though you're not as happy with it as mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. the ending for Bowshack Infinite, when you play it again, you can track a lot of those breadcrumbs leading up to the ending. Uh huh. You know so I mean? so let me and like again, we're not fighting about it. We're not fighting about <laughs> it. We're not. I think that the story of Bioshock Infinite mm-hmm. is good. Right, right. The story is good. Right. The structure of the game and the ending of the game is what I take issue with. Got you. Which is totally fair. Which right. is totally, totally fair. Because you can't say, well, there like a boss fight is not part of the story. You know what I mean? Right. You know? Yeah. So that's that's what I was getting at. That's fair. Yeah. And and and, and, and I get that. Well, and I had the thought too when I was working on this though, is that it's like maybe my lack of disappointment in a satisfying boss fight at the end of Bioshock Infinite is a little bit quelled because I have had, like, the... I feel like I've had, like, the biggest experience with the unsatisfying ending for... as far as, like, boss fights goes. Okay. And that is um, within... Uh, this is a loved series, so... <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm gonna... I'm not gonna tread lightly. I'm just gonna say that, like, if oh, you love no. these games, it's fine. Who are you shitting on We're now? Just like, just I'm not shitting on anybody. <laughs> I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm just saying that like everything we love is flawed. Everything we love is flawed. I've admitted that with the things that I really like in video games. Yeah. It's just good to know that like nothing can be perfect, and some things fall very, very short of that. Okay. Despite what the creators and other fans will say about it, um, uh, the 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 Fable series has bad endings. <laughs> oh. The Fable games have really, really bad endings to okay. their games. Hmm. 
To where it's like, you, you want to talk about an unsatisfying conclusion to like a boss fight or something to a game, look no further than Fable 2 where you literally just kill a guy with a music box. Yep. Well. And not even in like, a, oh, this is the item you need in the final fight with this guy kind of thing. Mm. And like a literally, you pull it out, the music is like cursed or some shit, and so it takes him out and that's, then that's the end of the game. And then you decide if you want to bring back everyone that they've killed... Or your dog. <laughs> like, those are literally, literally your fucking options right there. Those are terrible options. I know. Because you watch your dog get shot in the face earlier in the game, too. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Have you never gone through the Fable series? I have not. We should go through them because there's a lot There's a lot of interesting components for those games that are really cool. Hmm. It was like the... It had been done before, but it was sort of like what popularized like the morality system in games and whatnot. Interesting. Because it was like, Fable 1, it was literally, and throughout the games, it's like the, 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 the aesthetic, part of the aesthetic is that it's like the decisions you make affect your character's appearance. So like if you mm. go down like the righteous path and like are helping people and are doing good things, you literally have like these like little like sort of magical looking like butterflies that fly around you and you get like a halo Aww, on top of your head. Uh-huh. Whereas like if you go down the evil path, you literally grow horns, your eyes go Jeez. red and there's like flies buzzing around yeah. you and shit like that. And there's like an evil like presence that just kind of is always, a, yeah. Okay. So there's really, really cool stuff in there, but just like in terms of like the ending and stuff goes, it's, it's, it's again, it's like, you want to talk about one that like makes it feel like that, like your decisions Literally, do not fucking matter. It is definitely within that game series. It's like, okay, well, then why did I do all this prep and set up for... Particularly for me, in the in, in the third installment of the game, Fable 3, it starts It starts so fucking good. It starts so good, Brendan, and then by the end of it, you're just kind of like, god damn it, why did, why did you... Why? <laughs> like, why did you make this your ending? The game starts with you as the brother to the king of this realm, basically. Um, okay. uh, but your king is... But your brother is not loved like okay. he is ruth he has turned ruthless and he is just like killing people who disagree with them and he's hoarding money in the castle he's not caring for the people and just like no one knows why he's doing this shit huh. and so you run off with like a rebellious group and start forming basically a rebellion to rise up against him and whatnot um you do that you capture him and then in his trial he reveals like look i did all this stuff because there's literally like a giant a giant evil like black ocean kind of that is like alive that is coming to destroy us so i did all of this like to prep in order for a defense in order yeah 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 later there's kind of like sure jan yeah no well no but 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 like you have gone off to like where this thing comes from so you know it's real you do know it's real at this point but it's also like okay one you could have just said something dude like (laughs) could have mentioned it could have said something like Uh this is a realm in which that like magic ogres giants like all this stuff exists so it's not like we just like like, not like people wouldn't take the fucking leap to go with you on that (laughs) right right well that sounds like bad writing yeah (laughs) yeah but then for the rest of the game you become king and then you have to like sit there and make dumb bullshit decisions and it's still but it's like everyone even though he confessed it to everybody he told everyone like it was a public trial where anyone could show up people still are scared of like yeah, so, like, we need to finance the swamp because it doesn't look that nice anymore. Are you just kind of like, what the fuck? There's a giant evil ocean coming to kill us. You want me to worry about this shit right now? Like, I'm no, I'm sorry. You got bigger things to do. Like Way bigger fish to fucking fry here, guys. No! <laughs> 
And then it's just like, no matter what you do by the end of the game, just like, no one's happy with it. No one likes you anymore. It's just like, oh. it's like, okay, I get the message you're going for here, but I hate how you went about it. Uh, like, I really hate how you went about this shit. That's too bad. Yeah. And it's just kind of sloppy, too. So you want me to play this bad game? Yes, we need to go through it because like it's an, it's another one of those things where it's like even though I have issues with it, it's like in the it's it's in the realm to me of like Kingdom Hearts, uh, where it's like it's kind of ingrained it's like into the pop culture of I video see. games itself. Right. So it's okay. like I feel like it's kind of an important like part of the zeitgeist that we need to dive into too. <sighs> yeah, pardon me. Yeah. But on the opposite end of that though, for me though, there was a bunch of stuff in the early 360 games that I played that like. It was where I, it was the first time, other than Final Fantasy X, when, when I, which I played when I was a kid, when I was like 13, 14, when I was younger, that has a very melancholy, kind of sad ending to it. Mm. Um, but it works beautifully. I love the ending for Final Fantasy X. It was like, really didn't start getting into like the idea of like, oh, even though video games predominantly kind of rely on like the hero's journey, sort of like storyline formula to it. So you can still have an ending that is like a little unsatisfying or disappointing or just downright sad, where it's but and still like, but it's still gratifying. Like um, I played there is there, there were two games in the series of for uh, the darkness, which was based off of uh, of of a comic book series. I don't remember who made the comic book series, but it was but it wasn't a Marvel or a DC thing. It was sort of like a dark horse or like another like smaller offshoot comic book company that made it. Um, and you play a dude who's essentially um, a hitman for the mob, okay. uh, named Jackie Estrada, I think. But it just it did. It was the first time I experienced like doing interesting things outside of just like running and shooting and killing people. Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole section where you go to your girlfriend's apartment and you could just like chill out and watch a movie with her and just like talk mm-hmm. and just like hang out and stuff. Oh. And it just like it establishes this very very sweet relationship. And then, so then later on in the game, where you literally watch her get shot and there's nothing you could do about it, Mm. it makes it hit more. And then the last part of the game is you making a choice that sacrifices your soul to this this darkness that has taken you over and now, like, it owns you. Um, But then before the game goes to credits, you have, like, a sort of, like, heavenly flashback kind of thing to where you're back with your girlfriend. You're on the couch, but it's, like, it's outside with, like, sun and, like, clouds, stuff like that. And you get to, like, have a moment where you apologize for letting her down. And she says, there's, there's, she kind of explains, like, there's nothing even, like, to forgive and whatnot. And then just says, like, I'm sorry, Jackie, but you have to go. And you say, I don't want to go. I want to stay with you. And she just goes, I know, but you can't. And then it just sort of fades to black on you. And you're just kind of like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> rough. Like, it's super rough, but it's also, like, that, that, like, Especially for that time in gaming, and for it's a it's a first person shooter through and through, and for a game like that to like intentionally go with like, oh no, like we're gonna tug at the heartstrings here, and it's not gonna and we're not gonna leave you on like a high note at all. Like I just I really appreciate like what that game did for stuff like that, and it's one of my favorite game endings. Just like in yeah. general, I love how it ends. Mm-hmm. It's like it's in vain with like something like the first Last of Us game, which we are gonna make you do good. Uh, go through on stream at some point. Uh, yeah. It's gonna... <laughs> or maybe not on stream, but it's like, it's... Ugh, there's a lot of stuff in Last of Us that I don't know if it's if it's uh, uh, stream-friendly. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm not oh. sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. JK. Just like... Well, or maybe we just do it as like a gameplay series or something yeah, maybe, that we can yeah, put up yeah, on yeah. YouTube. But like, I, I want you to go through it. I want to like document your process of going through okay. The Last of Us. At least the first Last of Us game. Alright, can do. But it's just like, but it's another one too where it's like the ending is not satisfying. It doesn't make you feel good. Uh-huh. But it's like, it's... Right. But it's satisfying in the sense of, of just kind of like, 
oh, everything was tracking and leading to this. Right. Everything makes sense, kind of like... It's that bow you talked about. Like, everything makes sense leading up to this moment. Right. And it's yeah. very, very satisfying. Right. It's just like sense. It's just like the end of Mass Effect. It's like, you can see it coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Sacrifice is a major theme of Mass Effect, It's I a huge say. theme throughout the, right. the, the whole original trilogy. So, like, I, I feel like... It's like you understand it, right? It's yeah. like it's like, well, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's the end of the story is the major sacrifice that Major Shepherd that Commander Shepherd makes. Yeah. In Mass Effect, you can stand by it, you can defend it, right? Yeah. But some endings it's hard to like defend. It's like I I don't know why it ended like that too. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. um I know you didn't play it, but I played through the second Outlast game. Mm-hmm. And that ending is just like, well, like granted there's like three endings and I only got one. Okay. But it's like there are it's just it's a very just sort of like oh, I guess we have to end the game now. So this is like <laughs> I guess we're done now. <laughs> pretty much like you ever had that feeling where it's just kind of like we're just like either, video games or a book or a movie where it's kind of like oh, 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 we're done now. We're done. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Like this shouldn't feel like leaving the DMV. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, oh, so that's it. I, you can't. You can't do anything. Okay, I'll just go. I guess. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. Clunky. Okay. Thanks. I don't know. Like, what do you want me to say here? Yeah. Like. Yeah. I I'm trying to think of a game that kind of like fits that bill. I'm coming up short, but but I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. Like yeah, it's that. All of a sudden, we're done. We've ended it, and we're washing our hands of it, and we're walking away. And it's like, ah. Yeah. We're just, we're not going to talk about this anymore? We're not going to. We're just, like. If you're left with questions, especially. Yeah. Like, what happened to so-and-so? What happened with this? Like, yeah. Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. That's yeah. unfortunate. But even then, I feel like you can leave a lot of those questions sort of up for interpretation or for, like, further research if you want to. Like, stuff like Limbo and Inside to me are prime examples of just kind of like you in that game kind of with like a lot of guesses for what's going on mm-hmm. like like limbo it's in the title it's limbo so you can assume like yeah. you're in some like between between death and reality like kind of a thing there and whatnot uh-huh. but the game never tells you that the game doesn't really tell you anything. It doesn't though. tell you anything as my So, like, thing, if you were expecting to get some more out of the ending, like that's on you. <laughs> you no, know? I know, but, that, but that's what I love about it, though because you're just kind of right. like because like, you have to you have to go to like. The description of the game to be like, oh, it's my sister I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it could be a yeah. girlfriend, it could be just like a friend. Like, right, but no, right. it's like that's the only way that it establishes the uh-huh. proper relationship right, right. between those characters. Mm-hmm. Right. But even then, that character never gets a voice. We never like hear like why we're looking for them, like how how we got here. Like we we presume the character killed themselves or something right. to get to this other Maybe. realm. <laughs> but like, but the yeah. same thing with Inside. Like, there's two endings for Inside, and neither one of them are satisfying. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Which to one's fucking Inside? Death. Um, it's the same company. The it starts off you're just a kid in the woods. You're running from dudes with flashlights, and you end up in this like weird facility that is uh-huh. that is just like has like clones and like weird experiments and like mind control shit going on. Huh. Um, we were gonna cover it for the podcast at one point, but I don't know. But what we ended up not doing because I don't think because I don't think you end up playing it. I would recommend you play it. So okay, it's a really, really, really. I'm not opposed. <laughs> same group that did Limbo, so it's okay, like, yeah, you know, it's it's. Sure. it's, it's Ambiguous. The, the game doesn't like tell you exactly what's happening. It's again up for interpretation, but gotcha. it is interesting and like masterfully made in terms of like being a really really fun and interesting platform, like side scrolling pl- mm-hmm. platformer. So yeah, cool. I highly recommend yeah. that one. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. So then, what are some other games with like really really good endings? And can you point to anything that's like, yeah, that makes it a good ending? Um. 
Yeah, I would say, like, sort of going back a little bit more into the mainstream era, I'd say the first three, or the first four uh, main, uh, like mainline storyline Halo games, okay. to me, are predominantly pretty satisfying. Um, Halo 1 is classic hero's journey. You know, he, yeah. you, you blow up all the bad guys at the end of the game. Um, leaving us with a final line, it's kind of like, you know, the fight's just getting started in order like, to establish, like, oh, no, there's still more coming, but, like, you know, evil has been conquered in a certain sense. The bad guys lost, the good guys won. There's right. there's a simple formula. It's gratifying, it's satisfying, but set in an interesting new realm of it, so it's it's it does enough to keep you interested and peaked in for when we go into the future games. Mm-hmm. Um, two sort of just sets up the next part of the series. So like, it's cool, and I like two, but just like it is there to sort of like it it suffers a little bit from that like trilogy thing where it's like when you know you're making a trilogy. Like, the second one is sort of there just to get us to three sometimes. Like the middle child. Yeah. It's like, and it's not that it's bad. It's a great fucking game. I love Halo 2. But, like, it is, story-wise, it's like, okay, we're, 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 setting, the, we're setting the work to get to mm-hmm. this one. Um, but then Halo Reach, which does the really interesting thing of being a prequel to a series, but still being really, really interesting and answering a lot of, a lot of questions, but also having a really sad and arguably unsatisfying ending... Because it's um, for Halo Reach, you're in, uh, you're set in the world before uh, Master Chief starts doing his stuff. You're part of another Spartan team uh, called a Noble Team, and, and you're brought in as the sixth Spartan on the team. And it's like so Spartans in the Halo universe are sort of like the dark, like black ops section of the military in this sense. Before the Covenant show up, it's like okay. they were doing like kind of shady shit. Like, before everything happened with the Covenant, but then, like, once aliens started attacking, they were like, oh, we need these guys to go fight those people with, like, far more advanced tech than we've ever been used to. Um, And so there's a lot of, like, you know, if you looked at any random Spartans, like, history of, like, the military, it's all, like, you see the classics just, like, it's, like, all marked out in black. Like, you get, like, and the maybe 60,000. Like, you just get, like, random shit. It's, like... It, and, but you join in as the Spartan who was like other Spartans look at this guy and go that's a shady motherfucker like that's a dude who has been, who has done some who has been involved in some dark shit that we don't even fucking know about mm. and we're the black ops of black ops you know what I mean like yeah. <laughs> but it's but but basically throughout the course of the game and it's broken up brilliantly these little acts um, where it's just like you slowly watch your team members either get killed sacrifice themselves and ultimately ending in your death and the, the famously called uh, the lone wolf mission at the very end of the game um the game has ended you've gone through the credits of the game but then this other section pops up where it's you as noble six just like in this open desert area on this planet reach and you just start walking and then the covenant aliens just start attacking you and it's just how long can you survive here man like how long can you go when it's like you get it can take you two minutes I've done a run where it's like I've been able to last like an hour and a half on the end of the game, but ultimately you died and you watch yourself get killed by these aliens. Yeah, it's brutal and it's rough and it's really really rough. Damn. Yeah, but it's it's another but it's like it's another one too where it's like it has that um, Mass Effect thing where it's like you kind of know that this is where this is going because it's like if you're a fan of Halo and like and if you uh, dove into a little bit of like some of the external stuff too, like I have a bit you know how the story of Reach goes. Like, the original book that they based the game off of, because this is a whole other nebulous system for Halo 2, so the book they based it off of is called The Fall of Reach. 
because this is sort of the catalyst for what happens to sort of really spark the giant war against humans in the Covenant because gotcha. they gla- they glass this planet called Reach mm-hmm. and that is sort of like the not the first kickoff for like the battle between them but it's like this is sort of like the oh this is like bad this is like really bad and we need to and we need to like take bigger steps in order like to fight these guys now and whatnot and so you know that if <coughs> you're a Spartan on this planet you're probably not making off of the planet. And just and just like it does a really good job of like establishing characters and who they are, mm-hmm. and making each uh, like death in the game of your team feel very heavy and very real, in a very rough fucking way. That is just kind of like it's like it's something I love and I hate, and it is sort of like my own like personal, I don't know, weird sadism emotionally. I guess where it's like I kind of like that feeling of going like. No, like, and, like, getting really sad when something Because ha- it's, like, it's... I know the process of, like, trying to get an... Uh, that Elicit that response from somebody. So it's, like... Right. Like, I'm very sad, but I'm also, like, fucking well done. You know what I mean? As a consumer, you're sad, but as a creator, you're, like, oh, you're like, oh okay. I see what you did. That was fucking good. <laughs> Nicely done there. Yeah. So then, um, getting back to the ending of that game. Again, yeah. we're, we've sort of... We are sort of circling the drain on that idea of, like... Right. A, an ending has to be not necessarily expected and not necessarily satisfying, but it has yeah. to be rational. Yes. Yeah. It has to make sense uh-huh. for the game that you're playing. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas, yeah, because yeah, it, it it has to track and make sense for what you're doing. Because like mm-hmm. if because like even with something like Reach, if they did like make it, it's like oh, and then but then Noble Six found a ship and made it off and blah 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 blah. I'd be like, come on, that's not right. Mm. Mm. that's not what I want there that's not what I want there it'd be like if I don't know if you're familiar with the movie but like it'd be like if um, I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to think of a good example for it for like uh, for what I'm trying to say here and like other cinema and whatnot Um, nah I can't think of anything right now but like it would just it would just be like if the whole setup is going towards like oh I got it there's um there, there, there there's a Joke they do on The Simpsons about like Hamlet or something like that. Okay. Where it's just like they can, they do episodes where they'll be like we're just gonna cover like these things and sort of like use little shorts to establish it. The Ham the Simpsons Hamlet episode in particular is fucking awesome. Um, but I think it's that one where it's kind of like they're getting to the end of the story and then Marge it just cuts and Marge grabs the book and just and and just says like and it turns out Ophelia was still alive and Hamlet and her ran off and lived happily ever after the end. Like, it would, and just like, you know, right. if something like Hamlet actually did that, you'd be like, that's not, no, no that's not no, what no. we were, no, that's not what we were doing. This feels right. weird. Like, yeah, this yeah, doesn't, yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. So we're getting into like, fitting into your genre too, you know? Because like, if you're doing tragedy and it's tragedy up until the end and then all of a sudden right. it's, Full of done its face and everything's fine. Well, then you've hit Greek tragedy is what you've hit. True. <laughs> true. true. Right. Very, very true. It's a good point. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so there's there's an idea that we're hitting on now of like staying in your theme and like, okay, if we're doing this, then we're doing this all the way to the end. Yes. Um, And we need to see that end. We don't need to love the ending as a consumer or as like an audience member, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, And we don't need to agree with it but it needs to be rational yeah 
Because, yeah. no, like, there are... Rational for the world that you've established. Right, right, right. Because there are, like, better and worse endings. But what we're talking about is, like, bad endings. It's like, this is incongruous. This doesn't work. Yeah. Kind of endings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, are there any other notable uh, games that you can think of that have that, like, you can point at and be like, that's a bad ending. Like, that was bad. That's a bad ending. Um... Yeah, and it's a game that I absolutely love. It's the first uh, Shadow of Mordor game. Oh, really? It's just it's another one where it just kind of makes you go like, oh, we're oh, we're just we're oh. just done. <laughs> okay, cool. Because like everything leading up to the end of that game is super super fascinating. Um, you learn that in the game, uh, your your character is uh, possessed by the spirit of the elf who created uh, the ring for Sauron in Lord of the Rings. Like, you find out that you're, like, the smith that, like, made that for him. Unintentionally knowing that that's what it was going to be. Hmm. Um, uh, and 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 you... But right, literally right at the end of the game before you fight, like, the final boss for the game. Which isn't Sauron. It's another, like... I think he's called the Black Hand. It's been fucking forever. But it's, like, it's another, like, higher-end, like, part of, like, the Orc Army and stuff like that. He's, like, a, he's like a high-end, like, mage, I guess, in the Orc Army. So I would say it. Um, well, one, that final fight with him is literally a fucking shitty QTE. Ah, uh, nah. Which sucks, which is just like... Not like QTE. I personally don't have a problem with QTEs if they work well. Like, there's there's a, there's a good one in the fourth Resident Evil game, mm-hmm. where there's a section where it's, um, you're fighting a dude that the character Leon Kennedy knows from, like, previous missions outside of Umbrella that, that he has worked on and whatnot, um, but he shows up on you working for the bad guys now, and so it's... It's like a you fight him later on like a normal like just like shootout boss fight kind of thing, but in this one it's a QTE event because one the QTEs are a bitch in this section. Like it's not like it's an easy just like oh push A now push B now. It's like no no you're like sitting there doing it's a knife fight and you're sitting there doing like combos like the block and like yeah. do certain shit. So it's like it's a still satisfying and difficult, um, but it's also it's also sort of like a big info dump moment. So you also need to be paying attention to what characters are saying. Oh. And with QTEs, it's and with the QTEs in that section, they break it up easy to be like, right now we're establishing information for the player, and now is when we're doing gameplay for the player. So it's really well established and set up yeah. there. Whereas like for Shadow of Mordor, you get an info dump towards the end of the game where the bad guy kind of goes like, hey, did you know that like it's kind of Ghost Guy's fault that you're dead? And that, like, he kind of set shit up on purpose for you, for you to die because he needed your body to come back and whatnot. And then you do a bad QTE, and then it's, like, you and the spirit of what's-his-fuck just kind of going, okay, and you look out at Mordor, and that's the end of the fucking game. And you're just kind of like, what? But (laughs) nothing, what? Huh? Like, (laughs) you just gotta sit there and go, like, Okay, you literally gave me all of this stuff at the like the last like twenty minutes of the fucking game, mm-hmm. and I don't get to do anything with it. Like we're yeah. just this is where we, there's no no interesting wrap up. Was there other QTEs prior in the game? A little bit, but it was like little moments of like battles for like finishers and stuff like that. It wasn't like oh sure yeah. It wasn't a Sabbath that just kind of like yeah. Other fights will be right. primarily because I was gonna say QTE Shadows of Mordor is like primarily like a combat game, right? Like a Souls game. It's of? it's it's literally no it, no it's the same system for like Arkham, for like okay. the Arkham Batman series. It's like it's literally the same like combat system as that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But just like in but an it's open still world, like, like, right? But it's still so like, a little bit Dark Souls esque. It's that like sense, real. It's like real time, like yep. martial fight. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not like okay. turn based. It's not like yeah, no, right. it's something like that. It's yeah. 
So to, yeah, so to throw in a QTE at the end of it is also <laughs> really unsatisfying. That's really unsatisfying. Which is also where it's, just, like, it's kind of sucks that we're only talking about it now towards the end of it that I realize it's like it's also the thing that that is like particularly difficult for video games too because it's like not only does your actual like story ending itself need to be satisfying but your gameplay ending yeah the also player has to be experience also needs to, yeah 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 absolutely because you need to hit on both fronts as a player yeah. and as a an audience member consuming the story yeah right which is kind of what we touched on when i was when we were talking about bioshock infinite a little bit because yeah, i yeah. can say like oh on one hand on the story like i'm satisfied there yeah. but like as a player i'm unsatisfied yeah so, which, like, which yeah. is i will say i think like a shining example of that of, of that mm-hmm. for like the two meet perfectly um even though i didn't get to play it, i had to watch gameplay for it but you would probably be able to say is that the ending for breath of the wild I think is a good example of like watching those two things just like come together kind of perfectly. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'd yeah. say yeah. Because like again, I just watched it, but that moment of just like the final fight you have with uh-huh. uh, with with uh, uh, the final form of Ganondorf uh-huh. of just like you flying up with the with with the light arrows and shit. Yeah. It's just yeah. like one. Tell me you've ever felt more badass than that. Like, well, come on. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That end for like Legend of Zelda is like. Pretty standard, like you know, but 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 for sure. But I've also I've seen because I'm a Game Grumps fan. I've seen other Zelda games that try to do that ending, and it doesn't seem to hit as well sometimes. No, I think you know that, I, mean? I think that the Breath of the Wild ending does hit pretty well. Yeah, um, I think... for, for for me, it's Breath of the Wild and Wind Waker are like. I was gonna I, say again, just like I've, I've only watched it, but just like in terms of just like that satisfying, just like yes, like it's it's perfect, exactly. And that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that the Wind Waker ending is like the one that for me. Awesome. Like the Wind Waker ending awesome. is so good. That is that if I'm gonna ever play one Zelda game, I'm gonna play Wind Waker at some point. Oh, for sure. I want to do it so bad. Do it. Let's do it. I'll do yes. it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> um, I just need to get it. Is the thing. But... Okay. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to us rant and ramble about storylines <laughs> and video games and whatnot. Hope you liked it as much as we did. If there's anything else in sort of the story or writing genre for video games you'd like us to talk about, please let us know. As always, if you have any ideas for future discussions that we can hold on our show, send us an email at 3vopodcastteam at gmail.com and give us your ideas. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all at 3vopodcast. Make sure that you comment, like, subscribe to our show. It really makes a difference, and we'll see you next time. Bye.